Support for this podcast comes from the Florida Atlantic University College of Business, home to over 8,000 students, seven departments, and an impressive offering of interdisciplinary and professional development programs taught by the college's world-class faculty. Learn more at business.fau.edu. What happens if this isn't the peak? What happens if property appreciation continues to go pretty much unabated, approaching double-digit annual appreciation rates, annual appreciation rates of 10% and more, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12% and more, is that dangerous for us? And at this point in time, it absolutely is. Welcome back to Home Pricing Trends. This is Ken Johnson. I'm with Florida Atlantic University's College of Business. Today, what I want to talk to you about are three overhangs in the housing market, three things that we have a concern over that generally affect all markets out there right now. We are peaking again, so there's going to be some questions that that people have. So I want to talk to you about three general issues that all markets face. Number one would be interest rates, in particular rising interest rates. Number two would be contagion. Can markets, one market affect the other market? And number three would be unabated property appreciation. And again, our goal is to create informed consumers as opposed to making predictions for you. The major worry is the uh, dramatic increase in mortgage rates. Our models all control for whatever mortgage rate is being issued at that point in time. What can people finance for? Today, roughly at 4%, if we were to go to 6%, you're seeing a 50% increase in your debt service. That's just interest only. So this is this would be something that would be catastrophic to the value of all housing because it would essentially get 50% more expensive. Now, I'm taking out taxes, insurance, maintenance, but just looking on the debt service side, you're going to be 50% more expensive with a movement from 4% to 6%. Do I think that's going to happen? Well, we've been predicting the rates are going to go up for a decade, and they haven't yet. But I I can remember times when 6% would have been a great mortgage rate. So I, I, that's the big overhang. You know, What's going to happen to the housing market? It is very dependent on where the interest rates go. Uh, we have been at a decade-long plus um, period of lower interest rates. As long as those rates maintain, that worry will be less of a concern if interest rates start to rise and show um, show a pattern of staying high. We, we saw just a month or so ago a little blip up in the mortgage rates, and they've moderated back down now. So that's one of the major concerns. And I think you have to, do, you have to understand that even when you buy and you lock in at a fixed mortgage rate, if, and that's great for you because your payment will be set, but if the interest rate then jumps dramatically, everybody buying in the future will have to, be financing at higher and higher rates, and that will decrease the demand for your home, which would have a downward pressure, downward pressure on the demand for home ownership and a downward pressure on pricing. The second real concern right now is contagion. And by that, I mean, if we do have a downturn in markets around the country, can, say, for example, Dallas impact Miami? Miami should not if there is a downturn this time, should not see the same dramatic decreases as it did before. 
But can we get psychologically so worried that if Dallas prices are crashing and maybe a few other cities that we'll highlight in the future, if their prices are going down dramatically, will that create a scare, a, a rush for the exits, if you will, in the other markets? It's hard to say. Cycles of this dramatic nature have only been around now for a decade. We haven't seen these dramatic swings in home ownership in over 60 years. So for the last 60 years, these last two cycles are the most dramatic. So it's hard to predict, can there be contagion? Most cities are not in the position Dallas are in today. Right? On the other hand, the worry is that some few cities could create contagion that would affect markets in the majority of cities that are not in extreme of a position, if you will. So contagion is a worry. We don't have enough data to figure out if this will happen. It's, it's just new information. It's new science. We, we can't predict that. So contagion is a worry. Interest rates, mortgage interest rates are a worry. Our third worry is just unabated property appreciation. It looks for all the world like markets are peaking now. It looks like we're approaching the, the, the peak of this current cycle. And if you look back through the data, you can see that these cycles run on five to six-year cycles, five years down, six years down, five years up, six years up, somewhere, and that depending on where you are in the country. And, and But this time, again, they're much more dramatic. It's not only the, the, the length of the cycle, but how far above. And obviously, when it's going down, how far below the long-term pricing trends. And so what we're worried about is, what happens if we're not peaking? Again, it looks like we're peaking. Property appreciation is still increasing, but at a decreasing rate. Another sign that you're at the peak of a real estate cycle. But a major concern is what happens if this isn't the peak? What happens if property appreciation continues to go pretty much unabated, approaching double-digit annual appreciation rates, annual appreciation rates of 10% and more, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12% and more? Is that dangerous for us? And at this point in time, it absolutely is. So if property appreciation continues to go unabated, you will hear a lot more concern from me because we're just, it's, it's, you just can't get but so high, so far above that long-term pricing trend before markets will react. And clearly, the further above that long-term pricing trend that you go, the more dramatic the downfall. So... With that, I'll stop today. I've enjoyed this. Again, our goal is not really prediction. It's trying to create more informed consumers to be in a position as a consumer where you can have a little bit more ammunition in, in your decision-making process. It has historically been difficult to gather information on pricing. Uh, we'll talk about that in future episodes. That's not as difficult today. Um, so it's there. there is publicly available data uh, that you could access. So FHFA, for example, Federal Housing Finance Agency, provides uh, indices, repeat sales indices. That's where we pulled virtually all of this overpricing data from. And it's, it's then embedded into our BH&J index. But we pull that directly from FHFA. It comes out quarterly and it's freely available. You can also find readily, freely available data at the Braha Hardin Johnson Buy Versus Rent Index. That's at business.fau.edu forward slash buy versus rent. Additionally, you can follow us on Twitter at FAU Housing Econ. 
Thank you very much. Home Pricing Trends is part of the FAU College of Business Podcast Network. Learn more at business.fau.edu forward slash podcasts. Mm-hmm.